everybody, light up your cigarettes if you got them, because this joint is going to be hot. Talking about a radio, powerful transmission, but no submission. 4-4, down the freeway, daddy-o, top down, all crowns, the kings of bebop, all the glory on top, tippy top of that transmission tower, all that transmission power. It's 4.57 p.m. It is 4.30, 2017. It is Opal City Radio. My name is Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey, guys. So we have continued to read new DC comics. Mm-hmm. And while we had two pretty good ones, yes. now we reach much rougher ground. Yeah, much. The seas have grown so darker. Emily, Emily sent me a kind of a gift in my mailbox, and I was very excited, and I opened it. But inside, it was like a gun with duct tape, and it said, put on head, pull trigger. (laughs) And I was like, no, Emily, why would you make me read Hellblazer Rebirth? Yeah, the the new Hellblazer. Oh, boy. Ay, 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 ay. Okay. Now, uh, I just want to preface this, because... If if you're new to the podcast and maybe you don't know we nerds too well, um, we really really liked Hellblazer. Yeah, we, this is this is a, I mean this is like the cement of our relationship. It's is true. Our, is our mutual love of yes. John Constantine? If it wasn't, and Hellblazer. if it wasn't for DC Vertigo's Hellblazer, I would let Emily simply die on the street without batting an eye. But because that is the bond that holds us together, I would be like, friend, you need medical assistance. But first, I'm going to laugh at you. <laughs> oh, see, this is this. I mean, this is literally how it is. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So DC ended Hellblazer back in 2013. It, it seems like so much longer than that, though. It seems like it should be a lot longer than that, maybe. But they ended it around the time they were doing New 52. Oh, right. Like, unbeknownst to us, the last three years have been them just trying to, like, bring John Constantine back and failing spectacularly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so original Hellblazer ran from 1988. Sure. To 2013. Yeah. It's 300 issues. Yeah. Um, it did start out as a DC property. Sure. Absolutely it did. And whenever I reread this series, it always surprises me how long it stayed a DC property. Yeah. Before they moved it to their imprint of Vertigo. And then that's, of course, where he stayed. And then with New 52, they ended Hellblazer. Right. And they're like, all right, we are going to fold John Constantine back into the DC universe. Now, on the surface, that's a really good move. Because who Um, doesn't want to see John Constantine being a dick to various superheroes? 
I that mean, is like the, the one thing I want to see more of. Yeah. And the one thing I really want to like about him being in the DC universe. Just, I just want to see him talk down to Superman. Like, that would be like peak Dude, John Constantine. I just, what I want is like the Justice League, they're all together. They're like in the Watchtower. And it's like, okay, they got this threat and it's it's not aliens. It's, it's not just some stupid super villain. Superman's going to change his shorts because it's magic. You know, yeah, it's not like a an alternate dimension. Oh, God, it's magic. Yes. And everyone's like, oh, oh and gritting their teeth over they have to call John Constantine. And <laughs> whose turn is it to deal with him this time? Yeah, Martian and, Manhunter's like, I have dealt with him last time. It's not my turn anymore. <laughs> you know, they try to shove it off on Satana. And she's like, look, I just slept with the guy like a f- couple of times. He's not my responsibility. Yeah. I mean, that's what I want to see. It's true. But I, uh, so there's been two other attempts before this latest attempt at yes. making a a post new 52 hellblazer comic book <laughs> yes there have been the first one was constantine and yeah. that was like heck blazer yeah it was i mean it was real water there's down. there's a few i think i've quantified the three different ways that you can fail at making a John Constantine comic, and 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 DC has crossed all three of these lines. In Constantine, their problem was they made him super English, where they yeah. were like, he's not going to use regular words. He'll yeah. only use British words. <laughs> and he comes off as seeming like this weird alien dude who, like is telling Batman, like, oh, no need for a ruck, mate, gov. Like, it's like, come, just stop it. That's not how (laughs) John Constantine talks. Yeah, his... He really works best when he's written by, like, British authors. Yeah, because they know how... Who know? Yeah. I mean, he's a a Scouse blue-collar magician. Like, English dudes know how to write John Constantine. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Constantine was the first attempt. And then... That ran, like, 2013 to 2014. Yeah. And then after that, they did Constantine the Hellblazer. Yes. Which I actually kind of... I need to reread that one. I I liked it the first time around. It took me a little bit to get into it. But once I got into it, I was like, okay, you're not trying to be Hellblazer. Right. Which I think was a mark in its favor. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't replicate. We'll get into this. You we'll can't get into that. Yeah, we, we have a Hell shared Blazer. theory that we're going to, uh, we're going to hoist uh, on you. But it's correct. It's not really a theory. It's more of a proof. It, it's it's hard fact, friends. Yes, exactly. You know, so it was it was younger John Constantine. He's in New York, um, but it hit all like the hallmarks of a Constantine story. Yeah. I mean, you had the doomed lover, you had demons, yeah. you had bad cons that go right. sideways, you mm-hmm. have collateral damage. Sure. And, I mean, the, the doomed lover was a dude. I was like, oh, hey, finally. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's got, he's he's got a some of that in Hellblazer as well. Yeah, his his boyfriend from New Jersey. It's hilarious. It was it was me. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Mike, I didn't know you were a big black dude. Well, you know, I I, I change. It's I I'm, I'm a magician myself, myself and <laughs> I'm a magician myself. Gov say no more apples and pears. Like gov mate. <laughs> gov mate. Governor. Which is like bad fan fiction writing like when you're trying yeah. to write an english character and you don't yeah. anyway and, and, yes so after that which was just a limited series they put out now because they're doing the whole like rebirth thing yeah um they've put out the hellblazer right which is just a hot mess it's I'm not even gonna lie. a hot damn mess. I found that there were very few things to redeem it. In, into and granted, my bar is very high. I'm not gonna take any McDonald's brand Constantine. I this yeah. is like I want Gordon Ramsay at my side, Constantine. Like yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. So. They they decide to keep all of the stuff that they did with the previous thing, where he went to New York, yeah, and now he's back cool. in London. <laughs> and apparently because he left London, because there's a curse placed on him, and he has to, like, he can't go into London, otherwise, like, a bunch of people are going to die. Which, okay, that's that's very Hellblazer. Yeah, it is. I'll, I'll buy that. That's That's fine. And then he comes back, and he runs a con job. On the demon right. that put the curse. Also, very Hellblazer. That's that's great. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yes. My problem starts when they're like, we're going to keep almost like a bunch of shit that happened in original Hellblazer. Yes. This is the second way to ruin your Hellblazer story is that you you have to understand john constantine in in hellblazer in vertigo hellblazer aged in real time yes so from year to year he would lose friends he would get older the bonds between his friends would would come together and come apart you get so into john constantine's life in yep. in a vertigo comic that you're like oh chaz you know everything about chaz yeah i mean because like like Mike said, I mean, with him aging in real time, exactly right. I mean, like I said, the book ran from eighty eight to two thousand thirteen. Yeah, they you had saw, a little bit of time. Yeah, you saw John Constantine go from a man in his what is that sixties, seventies, from his thirties. Yeah, do some quick math there. You know, up to a man in his sixties. Yes, like with with frequent flashbacks to his childhood to him as a teenager to him as a young right. adult you built a ton of of history exactly but if i'm just a guy off the street and i pick up hellblazer i'm like who the fuck are these people yes like you can't and and emily emily was the one who, who explained this to me not really even explained it's not like i disagreed with her really yeah i mean it's like you can't take a character and keep all of his history from like a series that was super duper successful and poured it all over to new readers. You you can't do that. Yeah, you can't you can't strip out the context of it. But furthermore, 
is the third sin that they committed at the same time, which was they brought in somebody new that they just made up, and they were like, oh, she was friends with John Constantine way back when. Yeah, okay. Because part of his con is he's relying on this girl called Mercury. Yes. Who is from original Hellblazer. Yeah. I recognized her. I was like, oh shit, it's the little girl from the hippie commune that he lived in. Oh, right. Her name was Mercury, wasn't it? Yeah. I she... thought it was, uh, I thought it was another weird Greco-Roman name. No, her name was Mercury. Yeah. And. That's when he, that's when he put on his, uh, slick back hair and the black trench coat thing. I remember John Constantine better through his. His style, his, his dress style. Yeah, because yeah, he was his li- fashion sense. He was living in in the commune, and this is like in the eighties, yeah. and so he's wearing like pullovers and like blue jeans. Yeah, that's very strange. Um, so I know who she is because right. I have read original Hellblazer. I know that part of John Constantine's life of when he was running away, and that's when he fell in with these hippies. Right. And he he lived with them for a while and he hooked up with Mercury's mom. And of course, then eventually, like, it all goes sideways like it always does and he had to leave. Right. But you can't do that. You can't bring her in and have one little box that says OBT dubs back when I lived in the in the convoy. When she was a kid. Like that, that, that does, that has no emotional, no, there's no emotional pull or depth to that. Well, right, because you don't know what's, yeah, you don't know what's going on. You're not sure who she is or why he decided to rely on her. Yeah, and it's the same thing when he comes back to London and, you know, and there's Chaz with his cab. Again, they're very lazily relying on the relationship that was built up in original Hellblazer. Yes. But again, you divorce it from the context, so why the hell do I care? Who is this guy? Why does his wife hate John? Right. Why won't she be in the same house as him while he's staying with them? I mean, I know. I know. (laughs) I know that it's... Because of, you know, they've known each other since they were teenagers, and John helped Chaz out with his horrible, like, witch mother and her, like, talking monkey companion. I know that Renee knows that Chaz is kind of in love with John. I know that John treats his friends like shit. (laughs) It's it's true. Because I've read 30-plus years of Hellblazer comics. If you have not, you don't know. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh okay so what what's the joke that it's just that she's like the untrusting bitchy wife yeah and that's what it comes off as but if you know more about his background but at the same time it's like ain't nobody gonna be like hmm before i read issue one of dc rebirths uh you know john constantine the hellblazer i will read 300 issues of his original vertigo series Nobody's going to do that. Because the whole point of your New 52 and your rebirth is that you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. And it feels like DC is trying to have it both ways. Right. You can't can't do it that way. They want to hold on to all of the history that's tied in with the character. Right. 
but they also want to have the fresh start and to bring in new readers. And I'm like, okay, I understand because we're talking about this. I understand that comics do inhabit that weird world that nothing else really does where it's like, okay, there's got to be enough change that it feels new, but not so much that you're alienating everyone. And I understand it's a fine line to walk and I'm like, okay, but you can't just come in both fists swinging and like drop Mercury Swamp Thing, the tattoo that John has of Swamp Thing. Oh, let's talk about the fact that John or Swamp Thing used John as a sex surrogate for him and his wife, Uh, his dead twin. I'm still still creeped out about that. Yeah, the the twin that he strangled in the womb, the mother that he killed when he was born, his drunk father that he hates. It's too much. It's too much for for somebody who's like, what the fuck is, when did this happen? Yeah, like the, the convoy that he lived in, um, Raven Scar. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, Astrid. They name drop Astrid. I'm yeah, like, they also do the, the demon blood thing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, the demon blood. You can't. That's so much information. Then, like, never mind yeah. the fact that in the last series, when he was in New York, he he was obviously younger. He was one as like a 20-something looking dude. It's the way he was styled. It was the way he was drawn. He looked younger. I was like, okay, I can get behind this. Like, I see what you're doing. It makes sense if, you know, if you're wiping clean his personal history slate. Right. Why would he be 40, 50, 60? No, he would be. But then in the new one, he looks like he's somewhere in his 30s, maybe his 40s. So I'm like, how old were you in New York? Yeah, it, it's it's disturbing. And I just... It's a disturbing trend. I'm just like, dudes, I understand that there's, like, I guess parts of, like, his canon that you want to keep. And Astrid and Ravenscar are... I mean, that, that's part of his, I guess, quote-unquote origin story. Yeah, I mean, I could see them wanting to keep it because it's a big part of what drives him. Into yeah, I mean, it's very much part of his origin story of his first big scup yeah. and it, the little girl dies and he winds up in an insane asylum. Right. But again, there's no emotional pull to it. Right, exactly. Because you're just telling me a, you're just you're just telling, you're telling me this. Me you're just telling me. Oh yeah, he was in Raven Scar. And it's not even. And it's not even from him. It's usually from another standpoint. Yeah, from another where it's like so. It, it would be like me calling you up and being like, "Hey, John Constantine's in Raven Scar," and you're like, "Who? Where?" And you're like, "All right, bye." Yeah. You know, it it doesn't. It's like. You're like it's like okay, it had an emotional punch in the original series because. They did mention it quite a bit. Right. It got name dropped. Absolutely. Ravenscar, Ravenscar, what happened at Ravenscar, what happened here? And they would name drop it, name drop it, name drop it. And it built it up into like, what the hell happened here? And then we finally got the story right. of it. Exactly. And you saw how bad it was. And you saw right. everyone who died and what happened. And then, of course, Astrid, I mean, it, it remains a character in her own right through that whole series. Yeah. But there was a punch behind it. Right. And it haunted him. And with this, it's like, well, it's just right, because, right, because it was built up and you can't use, like, you've built a new house, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just rip up the, the bedrock that the old stuff was built on 
and then throw it around the house and be like, look at all this history. It doesn't work that way. No, no, it doesn't. You have to build new stuff. Yeah. You have to, you have to, like, if you're looking to keep the past, you have to build up your new stuff first before you start to let him start to go. You have to let John explain it himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because any way else, it's going to not have the same kind of punch, you know, and, and it takes planning. It does take planning to do that, to be like, all right, how can I bring a new reader into what Ravenscar was? Yeah. All right. We'll have John, you know, I'm, and again, I'm just spinning a yarn. This is not an actual thing, but you know, like, let's say John is helping out a dude who's a magician and he does an exorcism and it fucks up really bad and John Constantine disappears and doesn't help with anything. And then the guy's like, what the fuck, dude? I thought you were going to help me. Mm -hmm. And that's when you get into the whole Ravenscar thing. Like, but it takes planning to get to that stage. You have to be willing. It takes time. To dedicate. Exactly. You have to be willing to dedicate to it. And that's not what they're doing with this new series. No, but I think, this is endemic, though, I think, of what they did with a lot of New 52 stuff. Yeah. Like, I keep thinking about the whole Batman thing. Oh, oof. Where? Oof, ouch, my bones. <laughs> it, was, it was the same exact thing. We're like, where are we starting it? But he still had the three Robins, and Jason Todd's still been killed by the Joker, but then came back, and Dick Grayson is still Nightwing. It's like, how long has he been Batman? Oh, he's been Batman for, like, six months. It's like, yeah, see, like, what? and... That's the thing is me is I, I didn't really read a lot of Batman and I was like, oh, sweet new 52 Batman. Maybe I'll learn about this Batman. I see. I needed to read. I didn't get the required reading material. Yeah. I'm sorry. Or like, you know, with with Batgirl and they're like, oh, no, she was still shot and crippled by the Joker. But then she got better. Yeah. Wait. Now, now she's fighting with a dude who what? wears mirrors inside of his cape. Yeah. And it's like and she's like 14. And I'm like, yeah. Wait, what? Uh, hang on. How does this How work? How is exactly. your cotton... Again, it's like... I understand that The Killing Joke is a classic story, but that doesn't yeah. mean you had to port it over. If you were just going right. to have her still be Batgirl... I mean, you could have nodded to it, and, like, that's a fear that she has. Yeah. You know? And, like, a drive to, like, push yourself to be better... But I'm like, what's the point of keeping it in her history? Oh, because you're I, being lazy and it, you know right, it's exactly. a popular story. It's, it's, yeah, right, exactly. You know that you you love that shit and people love the Joker when he cripples people. You so. know, so and that's that's what this new Hellblazer feels like. It's yeah. just it's lazy. It's you don't want to put in the work to build this John Constantine's right new history so you're just going to copy paste what other writers have done right and, but not as well because but, yeah. again there's no substance to yeah, it yeah there's you're zero and pasting a ghost zero substance to it so i'm yeah. expecting for like what the next issue what is he going to talk about like that time he spent as a homeless alcoholic and then it'll well, it'll still mean but, nothing. Like, well, the the thing is, but the problem is, is he won't talk about it himself. It'll be someone else to be like, I remember when you lived on the streets and were drinking lighter fu- fluid. Yeah, and, and then I'm like, what? that pulls into my head. Like, how old is this new John Constantine? Right, exactly, exactly. Because, like I said, with the with 
the last series, he was obviously in his 20s. Yeah. This new one, I, I don't know. When when was the caravan that he lived in? How old was right. he when that happened? Exactly. Like, when would that happen in modern Britain? Yeah, what? You know, it's... Yeah. And that's and then even even the main story itself with like where it's like oh the evil genies are taking over it it still is like yeah all right but but like who are these dudes like you've you've told me two story arcs I still don't know what they are and what their plans are mm-hmm. yeah you know it's just you've spent all this time being like look it's John Constantine look at him this is how he wears a tie now you know yeah yeah it's like it's like weirdly like flash and like no substance right exactly and then they do another thing that that gets my my baby goat (laughs) is what they'll do is like they kind of like overblow his skill with magic a lot yeah you know where it's like because in old hellblazer and one of the one of the things that i loved about the old series was that it's not so much that john constantine is like merlin yeah it's that he knows enough about magic to know how to mess with it. And really his skill is just kind of being a con man. Yeah. He, he's a fucking con artist Yeah, before he's a magician. He's a fucking con artist. That, that is his magic. His magic is conning people. Right. And exactly. demons and angels into doing exactly what he wants. Right. And, and I'm, I'm the same way. It's like, I liked that. His magic in, like, original Hellblazer, it was never, like, arms waving and there's, like, special right, effects. exactly. And it was never, like, the crux of all his stories. What they hinged on was never his ability to do magic. Mm-mm. What they hinged on was his ability to be the biggest dickhead in the world. Yeah, this is, this you is know? true. You know, and it's, it's like, the, the magic is just a flavor. It's just a spice, like, in... Like, you know, if you're making a, a good pasta sauce, you put in the garlic before, you know, it, I like it's all aromatic. your food analogies that you always use. Yeah, well, I mean, but I, I cook, so I, I use know. The... It's like when you make a good bangers and mash. <laughs> if, right, it's like when you make a good toad in the owl, eh? You make like... a good curry. Well, yes, though. Well, actually, yes. yes. Um... Yeah, but it's like it was just a spice like the the meat of everything, the red sauce was John Constantine's ability to be a raging dickhead whenever he wanted to be. Yes, uh, yeah, and, and and again, like in the emotional pull, yeah, you know, was always. And what's the fallout of this? And we haven't seen any fallout from anything right. yet. And I'm like, right. dude, original Hellblazer by now, like twenty friends would be dead. Right, and, and <laughs> another know. thing, another thing that gets my goat as well your gets another goat? baby your goat. This is a different. This is a different baby goat. This is a different one. This is the one that like, the one that makes that what what noise that they do. <laughs> this one, it's um, like a little pajama outfit. Yes, yes, I tortured that baby goat. Um, another thing that I hate about bad writers that not even maybe bad writers but writers who are just unfamiliar with how john constantine works is that they're like he sacrifices his friends regularly it may look like that on the surface but that's not the truth the truth is that he's the truth is that the gamble is too big 
mm-hmm. and sometimes shit goes bad. Like it, it's the the quintessentially British nature about him that a lot of people miss, where it's just like, oh, the deal went a little bad in it. You know, like that's a lot of people miss that, and and it seems like with these the reboots that we've been getting. A lot of them are just like, oh, he sacrifices his friends. That's not the case, really. No, I mean, and that could be, that could be a point of interesting character interaction. Yeah, if, if you have we some, get it. Yeah, if we ever got it of somebody who accuses him of that, of like. Yeah, but again, it takes a lot of writing to set that up, yeah. and they're not willing to do. They're it. They're not willing to do it now, yeah. and that's that's my other thing. It's like, okay, DC, I understand. Nine issues, and they're not willing to do anything like that. Yeah, so. it's like, I understand that you want to fold this character back into DC. That's where he started. You want him there so you can use him. You know, you put him in Justice League Dark that I have mixed feelings about. Yeah. Um, and I understand that, but I'm like, dude, the DC of 1988 yeah. is a completely different creature than Absolutely. DC of 2017. Absolutely there it is. is. And you just can't... It's lightning in a bottle. You can't well, catch it. it. It's true. It, but, you know, again, um, it's like the literal world has changed since then. Yeah, that's true. Isn't it? The world has changed since then, isn't, isn't it? it? Like, you know, and like I was telling Mike earlier, you know, talking about this, and it's like they're also not allowing him to be a creature of his, a product of his time, right, which is exactly. what he was in the '80s. He was a direct response to Thatcher's England, right? Exactly. That played a huge part in his creation, in his outlook in the world, how right. he interacted with people, who the, he hates. Yeah, the people. That, why he gets involved with the dude, people that he. They hates. had a story that was literally about demon yuppies. Yes. You know, I mean, he dealt with with gentrification. He dealt with, like, all flavors of bigotry, right. with nationalism, with all of that shit, which he had zero time for, with, right. you know, the American ideal and how it hurts America and the world, with right. warmongering. I mean, he dealt with a lot of heavy shit. Yeah. And again, like, informed his character and, you know, his point of view was very clear. You knew exactly where he stood on everything. Right. And it's like, and with this, it's like they strip that all away. And I'm like, you can't right. have a political John Constantine. Yeah, it just, that just that he doesn't exist at that point. I mean, there. not that he's going to be making a sign and, like, marching in the streets. No, it's just it, it. It's so much of his character is involved with that. I mean, John Constantine, when it comes to politics, really, he has the he is a blue collar mm-hmm. scouse England guy who does magic. Like, I mean, yep. it mostly you know lies to people, but you know, it's like that. It, that's what his character is. And if you, you're absolutely right. If you strip that away, you you cheapen him yeah. by not by shades but by like gouges yeah i mean what what do you, you have know? you have oh you have blonde english magic man yeah exactly oh and okay it's cool. like a generic point, character 
Uh, right, exactly. He, oh no, he's different. He wears a trench coat and a tie. Yeah, which, you know, I mean, it goes like, back to like what we we're talking about earlier with like diversity and comics. It's like, okay, then then why the hell do I care? Oh, because right. because this one's got yellow hair. Yes, but the other one's got the black hair. Right. It's like, why would you, why would you do that to this this fantastic character? Yeah, I mean. Uh, he's just he's so multifaceted yeah and so if you've well, never read the hell oh my god if you've series, never by the way do it you need to listen to this later yeah put this on pause go down buy buy some traits and get get crack a lacking because it get, is get going look dc the one good thing they've done for him is they're reprinting um the trades Oh my god, yes. And they actually are numbering them and they're filling in like a bunch of gaps. Yeah, well that that's good because so, that was a problem with the older trades. Dude, let me tell you about like buying Hellblazer trades, then trying to d- decipher where it fit into it. Yeah. I stopped trying. Like my my approach to John Constantine was very it well to Hellblazer really is very piecemeal. So it's like I read things out of order. Sorry. I don't know exactly where they fit in. So it's like, you know, but but again, it was a different experience. It gives you a whole different experience to be like, just pick up a trade and read it. Yeah, I mean, which is what I did. And then uh, I would get a new trade that would fill in a gap. So then I would start from like whatever I had that was the beginning and then <laughs> read it through. I'm like, oh, Oh, this makes sense now. Okay. So you have like pictures and like bits of string connecting things. Yeah, pretty. And it's just, it just makes me so angry and so sad to see the disservice because it's like not just the disservice yeah. to John Constantine himself, it's the disservice to his supporting cast. Yeah. Like, I, I th- they're doing Chaz dirty. Yeah. Like, not exploring at all that friendship yeah. i'm like there is and that is like so much fucking history there and there yeah. is a reason that chaz sticks around and there's a reason that chaz is like the last man standing right exactly and to boil it down to he drives john around and john is mean to him right um, it, it's that, just it's I'm like it's you're it's not super I mean, dirty. you're not wrong those are yeah. two, those those are two truths Yes. But you're missing You're missing the greater picture. The greater picture of what yes. of what that friendship is. It's like you're looking at Van Gogh's Starry Night and you're like, this painting is blue. It's like n- no, you're missing the point. Yeah, you're yeah, it's the point. It's like yeah, yes, no, you're you are correct, it is blue. Yes. But, but eh, and like you're waiting for them to tell you more. Right. It's like blue. And you're just like, oh, yes. okay, yes, he drives john around and john is mean okay yes yes oh oof Oof, ouch my bones ouch i I, i'm just yeah It, it 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 hurts my soul that they're doing what they're doing and i don't know i i didn't read any of the letters in in the back because then i would have like started like a kickstarter or something and like it would just be bad yeah i i mean Thank God we still God, have me. original Hellblazer. This, I mean, it's it's true. This it new is, is new true. stuff hit and miss as it's been. It doesn't erase any of that. You know, we can still go and, and read good stories. 
Yes, it's absolutely true. It's just, I really wish that we were allowed to have new good stories. Yeah, and I mean, it's not to say. There are a couple of things that the new series does right. There were, I think, number five and number six. Those two issues were were okay. They weren't good. Yeah. They were okay. Yeah. You know, and I just, like, they clearly are not interested in exploring, you know. Anything. Anything yeah, at all. They're they, not they they're to... not interested in this is the yellow haired one with the tie. Yeah. They're not interested yeah. in doing any of the heavy lifting. He's like Doctor Fate, but he doesn't wear a helmet he though. He doesn't wear a hat. Yes. He has a trench coat. Right. He has a trench coat, not a cape. Yeah. I just... which again is a shame because like that all that heavy lifting Yeah. Is what makes him a compelling character and it's what made Hellblazer I mean, so good. When when you're yeah you're comparing you're comparing like this this giant golden statue of the past and you're like but look at my brick hut it's I built it recently therefore it's better yeah it has Wi-Fi but this giant statue is much more impressive because <laughs> it stands on the shoulders of everyone else yeah oh ah <sighs> what are you doing pals. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but I don't like it. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing either. Well, since when has DC really ever known what it was doing? No, in the 80s, it knew what it was doing in the 80s. Yeah, actually, DC had a lot of good stuff going on in the 80s, and I would say even into the 90s. Yeah. And then they just kind of lost their minds with New 52. Yes. Now they're more twisted and more twisted and evil. And now Marvel's... More profits than... yeah. Yeah, but even then, Marvel comics have been doing terribly because it's like you keep rebooting your shit guys you gotta let people read comics and don't turn captain america into a nazi yeah maybe don't do that and maybe that was a little heavy-handed and don't turn magneto into a nazi and don't say that the nazis should have won world war ii yeah and then maybe don't have your shithead uh purse holder purse string holders like open their goddamn mouths and say dumbass things yeah so i comics mainstream superhero comics are a mess right now yeah that's true i i will gladly go back to the the halcyon days yeah the halcyon days of the 80s and 90s i just uh ugh ugh so i'm sorry this was a bad one yeah i'm sorry i made you read this terrible comic it's okay. I, I hurt myself all the time. This is just another scar I'll have to live with. Ah, oh, so... So dark, Deso. Well, well, I mean, I have a Netflix account. It's just like, well, I watched that movie. Can't move, like, have to press on. Can't stop and <laughs> look at the damage done. Um, so this has been Opal City Radio. Yes. Uh, you can get in touch with us at opalcityradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, go on facebook.com and... And they like link to our episodes. It's, it's on there too. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to opalcityrated.blogspot.com. That's where this one's gonna kind of. I'm gonna put a Hellblazer picture up there, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be real nice. Yeah. Real fancy. Go on Twitter. Go on Twitter. Emily's on Twitter. I am on That's Twitter. That's where she is. She waits there like a spider, waiting for you to come. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a curse on you, and you can never enter Twitter again. No, no. You're like, oh, but but that's not a curse. That's actually some sort of blessing. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, You can go on podcast.com. We're on there. That's actually where we host our podcasts. 
Um, yeah, so we are going to read some more DC stuff, and uh, we will holler back at you with that. So until then, we will see you later. Hi, guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.